Start walking up the bridge ramp and make sure that you keep to the right or the south side because the north side is reserved for bicyclists. The Brooklyn Bridge is used by many bicyclists who travel at high speed and if you wander into their path, they'd be just as glad to kill you as to slow down or swerve. When the bridge first opened in May of 1883, there were great toll plazas at the Manhattan and Brooklyn terminuses, and pedestrians had to pay a penny to cross. Cars and buses also had to pay a toll. The pedestrian walkway has not always been the way it appears now. It's been redesigned many times over the years. It was certainly not handicapped or bike accessible until fairly recent decades, when the numerous sets of stairs in the original walkway were replaced with a continuous ramp. The stairs gave rise to a fascinating event, a tragedy, that took place on Sunday of Memorial Day weekend, the week after the bridge opened to the public. Hundreds of thousands of people had turned out to walk across the bridge that day. At some point, a woman in the crowd tripped and fell and cried out. People began to panic. There had never been such a span anywhere in the world. The Brooklyn Bridge was something totally new. It was shocking. The people of New York had watched the bridge being built, but suddenly they were being allowed to cross it. There was a certain thrill and fear involved in this. With the cry of the fallen pedestrian, a rumor spread like wildfire throughout the crowds that the bridge was falling down and people began to run for either exit. In the ensuing mayhem, 12 people were trampled to death in a stampede. The first week the bridge was open, the toll receipts were $10,060. That may sound like a lot considering that each pedestrian paid one cent to get across, but half that amount came from vehicle tolls, and the volume of traffic was actually considerably lower than the owners of the bridge corporation had hoped. People were still using the ferries and barges that had joined Brooklyn and Manhattan since white men had settled the area. A couple of months after the bridge was open, the Brooklyn Eagle ran an article describing how the toll revenues would not actually cover the operating costs to keep the bridge open. Forget construction costs. They had a lot of personnel running the bridge at that point, and all of them had to be paid. The bridge was open 24 hours a day, and there were 24 tollmen and 80 policemen on duty on the bridge around the clock. The policemen each received $2 per day, 50 cents less than the tollmen, who were paid $2.50 a day. It added up to an approximate cost of $48,000 a year. Why did they need 80 policemen on the Brooklyn Bridge? You have to remember that there were several shifts, but it still greatly exceeds the current police presence, even after 9-11. It's hard to envision the need but partly it has something to do with the enormous popularity of the bridge as a recreational space. In fact, the bridge today remains one of the best places in the city to get a sense of openness, air, sky. But back then, there were very few open spaces at all, and hardly any parks in New York City. Central Park was being built, but it was very far uptown, and a very hard, long trip to get up there for most New Yorkers. The areas outside and around Central Park were to a great extent farmland, undeveloped. The million inhabitants of New York were mostly downtown, and so going to Central Park was an expedition, like traveling to Westchester or Coney Island. The Brooklyn Bridge was right near where everyone lived, 
They wanted fresh air. They wanted to take a walk. <laughs>